Keeping It PC, Season 2, Episode 43. It's Cole, LT, and Pat. And we are going to be talking a lot of New York Knicks basketball today. And I'm going to open the floor straight away to LT. LT requested to open yes. up the show with something special. LT, take it away, please. Uh, it's not about the Knicks, but yeah, obviously. It's about a former Nick, actually, Austin Rivers. He had a lot to say about Bronny James and LeBron James and how he didn't want to see Bronny play with LeBron. And I just wanted to hear your guys' opinion on that because I think out of anybody in the NBA to talk about it, it's probably him because he's the only person to deal with it. But we've seen people like Steven Jackson just like attack this man's character and everything about basketball just because he made a comment like that. So I want to hear what you guys think about that. Well, I, I mean, Austin Rivers, first of all, is he retired? Uh, yeah, he's one of those players that just never really made it. So he's just going to say he's quote unquote retired. It's it's like Danny Green, who's like almost he's on a team sometimes, and then sometimes we just see him on NBA today. Like, are yeah. did you play like a week ago, dude? What are you doing here? He's just living off the ten days. Um, yeah, I mean, dude. First of all, being born as LeBron James's son and then going on to play basketball is going to inherently have a ton of pressure on yourself. I understand what Austin Rivers was saying about the added pressure and whatnot, but I mean. It's not like he's going to play his whole career with LeBron. I mean, LeBron really wants to probably get a season with him. They were talking about getting getting him to play with Bryce and stuff like that. I don't know if LeBron would do that or not. But, I mean, LeBron's made it clear that this is something that he has been wanting to do. It's really why he's sticking around now that he's pretty much accomplished everything there is to accomplish. He wants to play with his son, and that's a special thing that doesn't happen in many sports at all. Like, if you think of Ken Griffey and Kevin Griffey Jr. and Sr., like that's one of the ones you think about. You think of you know, Barry Bonds and Bobby Bonds. Like there's certain people that get to play with their kid in a professional game on the same team as something entirely, entirely different. But I, I mean, how could you not agree with Austin Rivers? He went through it himself. Like, I mean, he played under his dad, who was the coach of the team. And that's not like a high school thing. It was actually an NBA team. And it was, it, that must be a whole added dimension that not a ton of NBA players can possibly re- relate to. I mean, he- it'd be impossible to really know what Bronny is thinking because is this something that is like a mutual thing that him and his dad want to do? Or is this something that LeBron was like, Oh, I want to play with my son and you know, I'm going to try to make that happen. But Bronny, like who knows if Bronny actually wants to do that? Because the reason Bronny goes as Bronny is because he doesn't want to be known as LeBron jr. Like that's, he didn't want to be well, called and- Junior or LeBron James Junior. He wants to be known as Bronny. His social media handles are Bronny. Like obviously everyone needs to know Bronny. You know everyone knows, but like there, there's a reason he doesn't go by LeBron James Junior. So to me that would almost seem like okay maybe he doesn't really he wants to not be in his dad's shadow. You know so it's impossible to really know from an outside perspective, but. From everything I've seen, it seems like he doesn't want to be in his dad's shadow, and I feel like playing with him would almost kind of make him be in that shadow more. I'm. It's. It's the. It, he can't escape who he is. There's no way around that he's LeBron James's son, and he's not even playing that well at USC right now. He's not blowing the doors off of anybody. Like he's doing okay. I mean, you know, not every college college player, future NBA player, is going to do. And to be, be fair, one and done player, you know what I mean? To be fair, he he is a freshman who just had a heart attack. So there's yes. also yes. like 
who knows, you know, that's pretty traumatic. But I, I want to stay on LeBron because this is something I was going to bring up. Obviously, LeBron James has been the center of the NBA discussion for 20 years now. And every trade deadline, when maybe the, the it's at the point of the season where LeBron realizes he's not going to win a championship, you hear trade rumors. And there was a lot of trade rumors this week that the Knicks or the, that LeBron was interested in being traded to the Knicks or the Knicks were interested in trading for LeBron. Now, obviously, the Knicks have a pretty sore history with Mr. James. If you remember back when he announced his, um, his move to Miami, he did it in Westchester County, right next to where the, the Knicks fly out for road games. There was a ton of talk about how he's going to come to New York and make it the Mecca of basketball again. And guess what? He went back to Miami. So and he and Nick fans have hated LeBron for a long time, pretty much his entire career, because he just smokes us every time he plays us. And he rules the East, which the Knicks happen to play in. But I wanted to open up to the the uh the group because I see Nick fans saying that they don't want him. And that if they traded Julius and for and a couple of picks for LeBron James, they'd be upset. I think that's fucking ridiculous. Because I think a, a team of LeBron James, Jalen Brunson, OG Ananobi, that defense, I think you're seriously talking about a contender if you add LeBron James, who, by the way, isn't even close to the other side of the hill yet. He is still playing like a top 10 player in this league, arguably. If you add that him to that team, yes, it's a different – you never know if it's going to mesh together well or whatever. Like The team right now is what you want. It's a team that loves playing together, and they know how to play off each other. But you're adding LeBron James, who isn't – like Jordan, uh, Jordan on the Wizards. He's still LeBron James. He's still a great player. And I see. I don't. I haven't seen a single Nick fan say, "Yeah, I want to trade for LeBron." Why would I not want to do that? And it just baffles my mind why they wouldn't want LeBron on the team. There's definitely you're, there's way more pros and cons than it seems because we have to remember. I know it's LeBron James, right? He can play until he's whatever. But at the end of the day, he's still a 39 year old player, and I don't know if I would give up. Julius Randle and the picks, especially because oh. of how good these picks are oh, coming from LT. What? LT. Why are we worried about picks? Do we want to be competing or not? The picks aren't going to mean anything. You're picking late round. I, that's what I'm – but this is my point. I'm saying there's a lot of pros and cons to it, but I'm glad that LeBron James is a free agent after this season so we don't have to make a trade for him. Obviously, he can come in free agency, but I think it's a lot more of a closer discussion if you want to trade Randle and all these picks that we traded for for LeBron James straight up because he is an older NBA player, obviously smaller window. We're not sure if how much longer this guy can go. And same. here's the thing with Julius Randle as well. Obviously not a great playoff performer, but he's only been there twice. I mean, after this year, if they make it and he lays another stinker, I mean, what are you going to do? Obviously he's not going to be a great playoff performer. Three series. I say I think that's probably the limit for him. I'm still giving him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt, but uh, yeah, I don't know I with th- him. I think the ship has sailed on Julius Randle's playoff heroics, LT. I'm not going to lie. I have zero faith after that this, he's going to do anything special year, in the playoffs. I really don't. This year, if, he, if he lays another stinker, like I said, I'll give up on him. But I, it has been two playoff appearances for him, so we'll see how it goes this year. But like I said, yeah, I'm glad LeBron is going to be a free agent after this year, so. No, but the only thing that even makes this interesting is that he's a free agent. Now, if he wasn't a free agent, 
You tell me it's Julius and a couple firsts. I'm I doing that trade you. without thinking twice, and I'm sending that to the league the second. I, I'm doing it right they, now, dude. I'm doing it the second they call. I'm doing it Bro. right now. I, this is this you, is the kind of year where you make that trade at the deadline. Yeah. Who's the real threat in the East? It's the it's the Celtics, pretty much. The Bucks are are like flailing with Doc Rivers. They're going to blow a three three to one lead. They hired Doc as their coach. The Sixers don't aren't going to have Embiid probably for the rest of the season. They'll end up shutting him down. I guarantee it because it's just not worth it pushing this guy back from injury. And and who else? You, and then the Cavs. You can beat the Cavs if you get LeBron James. I mean, you want this kind of star power this year. Jalen Brunson right now is entering his prime during this season as we speak. You want to pair him with LeBron James. That is a serious contending team. Give up the picks. I don't give a fuck about the picks. If you're going to be contending, picks don't really mean anything. And why, what are you hoarding 10 first round picks for if you're not going to use them to get somebody that's going to make a significant difference? Yeah, the but Knicks you're telling me players anyway. The Knicks can't develop anybody anyway. I'm so who are we drafting? You're arguing with yourself. I'm saying we can use those picks for trading. Do you want to use all those picks on a 39-year-old LeBron James? Yes. It is a lot. Yes. No, it is not that simple. It is not that simple. It's not that simple. It's, it's, he's like Brady. Mm-mm. They will He's like Brady. Brady. He's one of the greatest who ever played. He's 30. No, you, you cannot compare great. Brady. And he's still Let great. Let me speak. You cannot compare Tom Brady playing until he's 45 to 39-year-old oh. LeBron James right now. How many? We don't know how many more years he has left in him. It was almost a question mark if he was retiring this year. We were talking about it. First of all, a 39-year-old NBA player is probably the equivalent of a 45 NFL quarterback who is not nearly putting the physical exertion night in, night out. And LeBron is deep into the playoffs every single year. So he, he is performing still at the highest fucking level. I don't give a shit that he's 39. Watch the games. He's all, all of a sudden, he's going to come to New York and play like he's, he's, not, playing, like he's, he's not playing his best basketball. He's not playing his best basketball right now. He's Stop not it. playing his best basketball. I, I didn't say he's not playing basketball. He's not playing the NBA. Let's not compare the like that. Brady was playing at the top of his game until he retired. Let's not let's make that clear. LeBron is not how he was in 2013 with Miami. When we have players that we could trade for with these picks that are not named LeBron James, let's remember. We have but Donovan who are you Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. I, I, I like LeBron James over Donovan Mitchell. No offense to Donovan Mitchell. I, I, I mean, come on. LeBron, bro, LeBron could be 43. I'm not trading for Donovan Mitchell. I'm just not. I don't I I, I don't see it with these like Curry's the only guy who's been that small to do it. We're not gonna win. A championship led by Jalen Brunson and Donovan Mitchell, like you, you and and we see it. We see it with these other teams, right? Like we saw a Damian Lillard led uh, Portland Trailblazers team for years. They didn't do anything. Who and did Damian Lillard have on his team? Cole, CJ McCollum. Exi- but that's the point. Who did LeBron have on? Who who have some of these wings had he on their team? Some of the best players in basketball history. Let's be honest here, guys. Come on, dude. No, it's not even – it's not – I'm not arguing that. I'm arguing the fact that Knicks fans wouldn't want LeBron on the team, whether that's a trade LeBron. or Can a free agent. Let me speak. I want LeBron on the team. I'm not arguing that. But it, you guys are making it seem like this is a done deal, like it's the easiest thing in the world. It is absolutely it not. Is. We have a lot of – If they could make that trade, 
and keep Brunson and keep OG and keep most of the core and give up Randall, maybe somebody off the bench and a bunch of picks. Give up Fournier and a bunch of picks. I am doing that without I'm lift I'm without putting my spoon back in the cereal LT. I mean, I'm doing it in a heartbeat. It's, it's not even a thought. It's not even the thoughts. Let's not. That's that's hypothetical. We're talking about getting Fournier out of New York. That man is staying. Whatever you got got to do, whatever you got to do to get LeBron here with Brunson is what I'm saying. That's all. Hey, if they can get Evan Fournier to the (laughs) Lakers, I'll accept that trade and we'll get LeBron on top of it. How about that? My thing is, bro. If the the, and the Celtics are soft, we could beat the Celtics in a seven game series. I'm convinced. I. I, yeah. I don't want to get into the Celtics because I have something re- very nasty to say that you guys will not like. I don't know if we can save this for maybe later, but I uh, I can't right now. I'll, you I'll stick up. It now. You're just speaking should about I, it. Should I say it now? Say it. Come on. What, what other so-called top 10, top 5 player can have this team that Jason Tatum has around him and not be... We just talked about it before. It's like who who do who would the Knicks have to go through? Oh, the Celtic. Like, what other top ten, top five player can have that roster around them? And we're scoffing at them as First, being like, didn't scoff no, at no. them. Okay, Absolutely not didn't scoff at them. them. But it's like, oh, this is Celtics. It's this. It's a. It's like I said, the only <laughs> team just, that we. I said the only team I think that we that we wouldn't beat without LeBron. With just Brunson, with the team currently constructed, I think the only team we. Should lose to. Well, you can throw in the box, I guess. But I, I'm not. I'm not really scared of the box. I don't know about you guys. I'm not really right now. I'm not really scared. I'll never of the be box. scared of Doc Rivers. Um, <laughs> exactly. But like, I wouldn't. If it was a seven game series and I was a betting man, I would take the Celtics over the Knicks right now. I'm saying with LeBron, that gives us a much more, a much higher chance. But first of all, the Celtics are one of the worst coached teams I've ever seen in my life. I don't know how Joe Mazzulla has a job in this league with the amount of talent he's wasting right now. I have zero idea how they're, they're – first of all, they're still a very good team, but they're badly coached, and they're soft, and they're just like – they have no spine to them. You watch the Knicks, and they have a spine. They have a defensive uh, identity. They know what they are, and the, the, the Celtics have so much talent but they don't really have an identity of what team they want to be. They're just like a soft jelly of a team that they're mushing together like talent, talented Play-Doh that's not really going anywhere. Like I they're would, a good team, but they're losing I, games they shouldn't lose. I would care way more about that if I hadn't seen them lose every year with Brad Stevens as well, who was a great coach, one of the best coaches in the league, who decided to move to the front office. So but I don't this, feel this bad. This is a more talented roster. This is it a more is. talented roster it is. than those, but, they, but it's more talented now. They had better coaching then. They didn't get it done then. They're not going to get it done now. It's, it's pretty much that simple to me. Back to the Knicks, because I I, I really I, – I can understand where LT is coming from, but to me – Whatever gives you the best chance to win a championship yes. right now, right now. I, you haven't I, won a championship since 1973. And, and you're telling me trading for LeBron James doesn't increase your chances of getting the championship. No, it, it I've, I, I, I think LT, I'm not saying you guys, I, I'm not saying you guys, people, Knicks fans in general are delusional, delusional. <laughs> I saw somebody say LeBron James isn't a top 50 player in the league. Okay, Somebody well, said that well, because just... they harbor these 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 hatred for LeBron because he stiffed us for the Heat fucking ten years ago. <laughs> Get over it. 
I want LeBron on my team in a heartbeat, in a second. It's not even a debate. I yeah. do too, but we're again, he'll he'll probably give us the best chance to win this year. But what is he going to do first next year or year after? That's what I'm worried what about. Is, and here's, I, here's the thing. The thing, here's the what thing is, hold on, do. one thing. Let me speak. What, Let me talk. What, one thing, one thing, one thing, one thing before you go. What I just don't think, like, is Julius Randle going to stop you really from trading for LeBron? Like, yes, he's a good player. I'm not going to argue. He's, he's a good player. But it's like it's we, like the way I look at it's like the way I look at um you know like the like the NFL like you have a free agent let's say fucking um Mahomes hit the market you think the Lions are gonna not go for Mahomes because they have Jared Goff I'm not talking I'm talking about the fact that the the Lakers aren't gonna accept a Julius Randle for LeBron trade right we're gonna have to give up somebody else or all of the picks that we traded for. And I just I don't think it's worth it. You know, I don't. I don't think we'll win the finals with LeBron James. So why do it if I it was? Have a way better chance. Why can't we? We can't win the finals with LeBron James. I don't think we would. I, th- I don't think we'd win a championship with this team. But I think we save the picks. And when somebody wants out, who's like maybe younger, better, we make a trade. Then we still well, have these picks. Well, let's we do just, it. I don't want to waste it on somebody. I love LeBron James, one of my favorite players who ever played. Uh, you know, I'm. I. I just. At this age, I don't know if I want to no, give I, up all these assets because it won't be just Randall for LeBron in the picks, obviously. No, I, I, we would no, probably have like, to deal somebody off the bench. Hope, hopefully not, but somebody like OG would probably have to leave. A key piece with Randall. And no, I don't want to do that. No. I don't want to do is it. Not, LeBron is not, is not worth – and the Lakers know this. Not, nobody's trading two essential uh, starters of their Randall, team for LeBron James. Randall straight up for – LeBron. I don't know it what world be, you live in. It would Randall, be Randall. It'd be Randall. Five fucking first yeah. round picks. That's what you're going to have to give up. And I would do it in a heartbeat because I don't no. give a shit about picks. We want to win now. This is a great fucking basketball team, dude. You they can build are. up and build up as much as you want. Trade for Donovan Mitchell. I don't give a shit. Donovan Mitchell isn't going to put you over the edge like LeBron is right now. And if, if LeBron was going down, like, rapidly, I don't agree with you, but he really yeah. isn't. Do you remember, he really do you isn't. Remember, do we remember how often players are asking out of these contracts and wanting trades? Let's keep these picks in our back pocket, and instead of trading for a 39-year-old oh LeBron God, James... You've been doing this for 10 years, LT! Oh, just wait till... Wait yeah, till... Well, wait free agent. No yeah. one comes for free agency. No one requests... We can't get anybody in a trade. What Who happened with the, the trade? trade? Is, is Giannis, is Giannis going to request a trade? What was the last big deal the Knicks had? It was the Carmelo Anthony trade. How'd that go well for us? Oh, wait, we were second round eliminations. Second round. Because and we're going to do it again? Dude. Hey, listen, and we're going to do it again with That's a 39-year-old Fucking Amari and Tyson Chandler, dude. I'm taking Brunson and LeBron over those 2012 Knicks teams. What a 39-year-old LeBron James? what? A 39 year old LeBron James. The Heat. Carmelo, Yo, Anthony was, Carmelo Anthony was third in MVP voting in 2013. His oh first year. Only 39 year old LeBron is doing that. You have said that Brunson is the best Nick since Ewing. So yeah. if yeah. you're saying if you're saying that Brunson's better than Melo, compare that to adding like 2010 Dirk to the Knicks. Mello with 2010 Dirk, who maybe he's not what he was in 2005, but he's still a great player. And Le- LeBron, sorry, not LeBron, LeBron with Brunson, 
That's not one of the top dudes. Thirty-nine-year-old LeBron with Brunson. He can't even. LeBron can't get. You're it fucking. He's averaging seven points a game. LeBron can't get it done with Anthony Davis. But LT, here's where I have a problem. Davis, they won a title, dude. They were in the Western Conference Finals last year. LeBron James, Pat. This is in 2020. It's 2024. They won a title last year, dude. No, that was a long time ago when they made the when they won the championship. This is a different LeBron. This they is were he's not here. here. He's last not going year. in the Knicks and winning. So why give up our entire future for LeBron James? Why would we not win? They're not going to win with LeBron. They're going to LeBron. They're not going to win. So, hold on, hold on, hold on. They win with Donovan Mitchell, but they won with with LeBron. They be they win a championship with Donovan Mitchell, but they wouldn't win with LeBron. Do you know how good That's the Cavs are, Pat? Pat, do you know how good the Cavs are right now? Are you, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Nobody plays any. They're winning games one forty to one forty five. No one plays any defense. Wait, you guys wait. don't watch basketball. Dude, wait, wait, we would wait. we would we would take the Cavaliers in five games because. We actually play defense. That nobody plays defense. They're just running over the fucking Pistons and the wait, and wait. the Pacers. Are you you're taking Donovan Mitchell over LeBron? I'm not saying that. I'm saying that the Cavs are doing so much better than the Lakers. And why is that? But the Lakers oh. are the Lakers. Yes, you can't. But the, at the same time, though, the Lakers were a mess last year. They got to the playoffs, made the Western Conference Finals. It's like, all right. So LeBron turned up in the playoffs. Like, who's to say he doesn't come to the Knicks? That's all you need to do. That's all yeah, you need to do. There's a lot of ifs and buts, and I'm not, this is a lot of ifs we're talking about here. Yeah, so I'm not going to do it. Would I, give up five, would I give up five first-round picks from the worst? From from We got Detroit's picks. We have Mavericks' picks. We have a bunch of draft picks from a bunch of different teams in the first round. Am I willing to give up all those picks and Julius Randle? And definitely another piece. We're not just getting Randall in the picks for LeBron James. Let's be honest here. As long as, as much as you guys want to speak, we'll have to give up something else. But I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. I'll, give I'll wait for another, another disgruntled player to want to leave. I'm not pulling the trigger for a 39-year-old LeBron James. But So would you pull the trigger on... You, so you, would you, you, where do you draw the line? Donovan Mitchell, ask out for a trade right now. You're doing that. I'm not talking about Donovan Mitchell. I'm saying if somebody like Giannis wants to leave, well, yeah. But that's obvious. But that's obvious, dude. You've been saying if the Knicks get Donovan Mitchell, they'd win the championship. And now you're yeah. saying if they got LeBron James, they wouldn't win the championship. Without Randall, we're saying here. What is Randall, dude? Pat, we could have given up RJ Barrett in the picks for don't need I, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's preposterous. It's disastrous. Yeah. It's a calamity. But LeBron plays 25 and 10 from Julius? You got to even listen to me, 25 and 10 from Julius and shitty defense, which LeBron's not playing defense anyway. If we did that trade for RJ Barrett to Donovan Mitchell, we would be in a way better spot than no. if we just traded no. Julius Randle and all of our picks no. for the 39-year-old LeBron James. And that's obvious. If you guys don't think that, I mean, I don't know what to tell Dude. you. You can Dude. change the subject because you're not budging me. Dude. Like, okay, Cole's wouldn't Cole. he be in a better spot? Okay, maybe, because then you can trade. Uh, I, I don't know, dude. I just, it's well, not gonna, the time to do it, is what I'm saying. It's not the time to do it. Not with a 39 year LeBron James. When is then? 
when a superstar who's younger and not 39 years old wants out. It's not the time yet. When, when the superstar wants out, when the store requests the trade, and when are we ever we gonna get them? We're we saying this, that. I'm dude. Not the GM. Pat, I'm not the We're GM. We're saying this. this. We I understand that. They, they it, do didn't it. it didn't happen. So, I mean, so if we do it, when, I'm not listening. Why would we do it with a 39-year-old LeBron now? That's almost like – that's just – Because he wants to come here. Because you think LeBron would want to come to New York. You think LeBron wouldn't want to come to New York. You think LeBron wouldn't want to win a championship in New York. So what are we what talking are about? I wouldn't, why would I not – why would I disagree with – obviously you would want to win in New York. So it's about players that want to come here. Katie and Kyrie didn't want to come here. That's the they whole did. thing. Durant wanted to, but the Knicks didn't give him the max contract because of his quote-unquote injury. Because fucking Kyrie gave him shrooms and told him, let's go play in fucking Brooklyn. You're making stuff That's up, Pat. No, I'm not. Kyrie convinced him to go to the Nets with him. Yeah, he didn't take shrooms with him and tell him to join the Nets. You know that, probably. It's Kyrie, dude. He's well, doing ayahuasca. Like it it kind of sounds like something Kyrie would do. I'm not going to lie. He's doing ayahuasca. I just, it's like... It, it, the the problem ha- like thirty nine year old LeBron. Look, dude, thirty nine year old LeBron is averaging what twenty five, eight and eight. Yeah, and he's not going to disappear in the playoffs like Randall. So it's a, it's like it's an upgrade plus an upgrade. I I, I just like, I but 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 is it give up and give up the entire future for that thirty nine year old LeBron James? Okay, you say the entire future, but how many? If we have five first-round picks over the next what three years or something like that? Yeah, I be- I did. I looked the other day. I don't remember. So you you're not confident in LeBron to go three more years at a high level. This last are we acting like this last offseason we were talking on this podcast about whether or not he was going to retire? It was a Wait, conversation. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. We but that's retire. irrelevant. But that's irrelevant because look what he's about- doing right now. Look what he's doing right now. He's, he's averaging 25 anyway. Wait, wait, wait. Let me see. He has the lowest points per game average that he's had, like, in years, first off. And so he's 39 years old. He's playing LeBron, dude. We're just saying he's still a great player. I'm not trading all of those future picks for a 39-year-old LeBron. You can't get it through my head. We're talking in circles here, so let's talk about something else. But holy moly, <laughs> I am not doing that. I, and if LeBron, can, can I ask you a question? I love can LeBron, I, though. Can I ask you I a question? Do you think LeBron plays three more years with that 25 points a game? Three more yes. years with 25 a game? No. No? No. But what, he's not so at what, 25 right now. He's at 24.7. Whatever. So he's for the 29 right now, I'm fucking on 30, I'm 40% three point shooting. All right. What are we I, talking I mean, about? 20, what do you want to say here? He's 5, 8, and 8 on 40% three-point shooting, and you don't want him on the – because no, we're no, giving, no. Up, giving up the future. Giving up yeah, the future. What's the future? What's the future? What's the future? Talk about the stats. Talk about the stats. Oh, we're going to trade. Oh, we're going to trade for Doncic. Oh, we're going to trade for Doncic. He wants out, and he's coming to New York because we always get the Supers. Oh, my God, we're trade for Doncic. Yo, speak. Oh what my makes God! This different, I don't oh understand. What makes this different? You're delusional. Oh. What makes? How am I delusional? You're How am I delusional? What are the chances LeBron gets traded to the Knicks to begin with? Zero. Yeah, what are we talking about? First of all, he's not getting that's traded. He's not getting traded at all, and we're working on a hypothetical. Well, but the fact, the fact that you wouldn't 
take LeBron because you're giving up the future when the future is right now. This is the best team we've had in 30 years. Yep, had five first-round picks is right now in the next three years. Right now, yep. You you would be a great GM. Yeah, I hope they like. I hope they find you. What? What? We don't develop anybody, and we're not going to trade anybody. Do that. They pick up fucking. They pick up Josh Hart and Dante DiVincenzo. By the way, is balling out since Cradle's injury. He's balling. Keep yelling. I just don't understand, dude. I I can't comprehend that you wouldn't trade Julius, a guy on the bench, and some picks for LeBron and Brunson. It's like. Five first round picks, Pat. Why can't you wrap that around your head? Are they are they giving up five first round picks for, for thirty for thirty nine year old LeBron James? I don't are know. They doing that? Are they doing that? Are they doing that? I don't know. Probably. How many picks do they have to give up for player for those, players? All of them. Would, let's be honest. Though, when they traded for Durant, how many picks did they give up when they traded for Durant? Like two, three. Yeah, they, also give, they give up Mikel Bridges and well, he all he. All I know is that there's like a less than one percent chance that any one of those five first round picks will ever be as good as thirty nine year old LeBron is right now. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that that's the only thing that like. But this we I think we should take a moment and let it let us cool down here. Well, okay. I, I don't mean to get so upset because it's it's purely hypothetical. I don't think it's going to happen or anything. I'm just saying. Hold on. Hold on. Let me go. Okay. Can we just recognize that we just spent 20 minutes getting in a heated argument about a hypothetical that we just said has a 0% chance of happening? But that's what sports fans do, Cole. We talk about the mysteries. That's what you do in the draft, dude, when you're talking about this guy's going to be really good in the NFL. It's a hypothetical. Do you really know? Or is it an educated guess? No, we just spent 20 minutes arguing over a trade that we all just agreed has a 0% chance of happening. That's why, I, I don't know. And it's, but dude, it's I'm obviously, just saying, I don't understand why they wouldn't gonna, do it. No, yeah, that's what, and it's obviously very divisive because I saw comment sections on multiple Knicks fan pages going back and forth on this. So that, I don't even think there's a right or wrong on it. It's just, it's a very uh, divisive Topic, obviously, but at the oh. same time, obviously, Pat was right. A lot of LeBron haters uh, that also are Knicks fans. I'm not one of them. I almost cried when I saw the Cavs win in 2016. So if I if I ever had the chance to see LeBron do that, I would obviously be crying. Oh. And on my knees, I would be bawling my eyes out if I ever seen the Knicks win a championship. So uh, yeah, LeBron, if you're listening, sign in free agency. Don't request a trade. Don't request a trade. LeBron, if you're listening. <laughs> Yo, who, that's got to be the craziest one we've done. LeBron. I, I, I'm, oh, no, I'm didn't we, when, when we talked about the queen dying, didn't we say, uh, queen, if you're listening to this in, in, uh, in the afterlife, then, you know, met upstairs. Oh, Lord. The queen. No, I, okay. Yeah. First of all, all right, let, let's, let's give love to the Knicks and mainly Jalen Brunson because I think this guy should be in the MVP conversation. I'm yeah. I'm on board now with that he's the best best Nick since I don't know if he's the best individual player since Ewing, but he makes the team so much better than Carmelo did. Because Carmelo is give me the ball, I'm gonna make a shot. Jalen Brunson makes so much so many of his teammates better. 
Yeah. And this is what I was going to. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing that I pick Brunson over Mello for. And it's that Mello was always getting into arguments with coaches. He wasn't necessarily always the greatest teammate. Obviously, people called him a ball hog. He got a lot of stuff from the media. And then I see somebody like Brunson, who's performing at equally the same level, I would say. I don't want to say higher or lower. Probably the same level as Melo in like 2013, putting up borderline MVP stats. But the difference is, this guy loves... Uh, Melo loved basketball too, so I'm not going to say that, obviously. But he he obviously is happier being on the team, if that makes any more sense. Uh, he just likes being a Nick maybe more. Uh, the coaching, he's getting along with, obviously, everybody, the teammates. His own father's on the coaching staff. That probably helps. But uh, just overall, as a New York Nick in there, what he contributed so far is almost equal to what Melo did, too, because what, a second-round exit? I don't know if they made it to the second round again with Melo. I'm not 100% no, on that. One time. Yeah, I don't think so. So, yeah, I mean, give me Brunson over Melo probably, but obviously Melo was my first favorite basketball player, so it's hard for me to say. I don't know if you guys watched the game against the Pacers when um, Brunson had just been – Selected to the All Star team, uh, he should have been a starter, like we said last week. But he, he was just like to his first All Star game. He goes for forty points, yep. and he's got MVP chance. And it's one of those games where it's like everything is coming together in this moment. Where it's and you you listen to his his post game press conference after the forty point win. It's a game where a they're they're missing Julius and OG against a very talented Pacer team. And they, they come back and win the game. So it's the comeback. It's Brunson uh, being named to his first all-star team. It's all these emotions. He's getting these MVP chants. He doesn't even, he's like crying in the post-game interview. And to me, it was one of those games where it just, it anointed him as a, as a superstar in this, in this city, in New York. Like in the, were, in the, I mean, he was really, it was really like all that coming together for his moment of recognition. In like a, a, in a game where he dropped forty points, and I, obviously he's had such great performances this season, like the the fifty bomb against the the Suns. But like mm-hmm. it was like it was like oh my gosh, you just you ha- the Knicks haven't had a player like this in a long time, and it's like you you absolutely love to see this guy who was a you can tell working his ass off because how much he improved from the Mavericks to the Knicks. And B actually wants to play here, actually loves the fan base, loves the atmosphere, embraces the city, embraces being a Nick, which is, you know, taking the hard fouls, diving for the loose balls and, and like being the player that the fans want him to be. And it's amazing. I was getting choked up watching this guy's pro game presser. And I, I, I just, I love this team so much, but like they need someone else. Obviously they need one more piece because Right now with Brunson, DiVincenzo's playing out of his mind, but, I mean, Brandel, how long is he going to be out? They said two to three weeks he'll be reevaluated. So you don't even know what that means. In two to three weeks, he could be another two to three weeks. OG is obviously a great piece, but it's just, I don't think they have that guy where I know if I give the ball to him at the end of the game, he's going to win me the game like a LeBron James would do. Uh, Brunson is 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 that guy now, but I haven't I haven't really seen him do that on a repeat basis. Where I'm like, I know in a game five on the road, Brunson's going to go win me the game. You know what I mean? No, you're right. But and I agree, they do need another piece. We've been saying that at a ridiculous rate on this podcast. Nauseum. But 
And it's also because the Knicks never actually pull the trigger and they never will. That's why we're here arguing about hypothetical trades that are never going to happen because the Knicks have made us like this, being a fan of them for so long and them never doing anything. So uh, this is what being a Knicks fan's like. Just hypothetical. Everything's hypothetical with the Knicks. It's it's really sad, but it's good to see that they're playing good this year. Obviously, I, I like more than any other franchise. I feel like the Knicks have these random kind of like obscure players that just seem to go off at any point. Dante DiVincenzo was averaging 37 points a game since Julius Randle went down with his injury. 37 points a game from Dante DiVincenzo, who, by the way, I mean, first of all, NBA player, obviously very good at basketball, but I mean, not not ground ground mover at, at, at at any cost. But like, you look back at the past couple of years, Mario Hazonia dropped like 40 points. Uh, Michael Beasley averaged like 35 points for two weeks. Marcus Morris had like a streak where he made like six plus threes in in 10 plus games. And because the the roster is usually so bad, that's the highlight of the season. But DiVincenzo, which would have been the highlight of the season in previous seasons, is now taking a footnote to Brunson, who is the first superstar since Carmelo. So I, I mean... I, I got nothing else to say about the Knicks, but I we'll see what happens. I, you know, I, we'll see what happens. It's, yeah, it, I don't think it's impossible for them to if they get fully healthy. I really don't think the way they play, they're such a good defensive team. LT. Before we finish, yeah, Mitchell Robinson apparently going to get back to work at the All Star break too. If we can get him back with Hartenstein off the bench, the defense is going to be even somehow better. And I think that's going to be just a huge boost for the Knicks with Thibodeau as their coach too. Defense all up in the league is just going to just skyrocket even more. So I can't wait to see that. Cole, let's move into the Clippers. You wanted to talk about them. You are fully yes. bought in on this team that is on fire. What are they, 22-5 yeah. and five in their last 27 or something? I, I think yeah, they, they are just knocking the doors off these teams. Kawhi Leonard, I, I, uh, Russell Westbrook, believe- James Harden, Paul George. I believe they're 33 and eight since the James Harden trade. And yeah. I I want to kind of, cause listen, Pat, you've had some strong opinions about James Harden. And I, like I just, yes. I just want to say he is fully bought in and playing great basketball for that team. And he yep. is not a problem for them at all. Yep. Yep. Everything that's come out of the Clipper side is the guy just wants to win basketball games. That's it. That's what he's focused on. I have a question. I have a question. Why did this take so long? Why did it take so long? Maturity. Okay, but... Maturity. Maturity, shmurity, dude. I mean, you had Kevin Durant and and Kyrie Irving on your team, and you requested a trade to go to the Sixers. Some people, some people okay. get it. Some people get it later than others, and it's good now that he's still playing. That he wants to put his head down and do the work that he might not have done before. So props I, to him. I just don't think there's anybody less deserving of a championship than James Harden. <laughs> no, Chris Paul. Uh, I, Chris I'm Paul will never deserve yeah. a championship Chris in my Paul. eyes. Chris yeah, Paul will Chris never Paul. deserve a chance. Chris Paul just bias. gets unnecessary, unnecessary hate from people. I have no it's idea how so many people hate. It's necessary. Why do you hate Chris Paul? What is the what? What is the hate with Chris Paul? I don't understand. Is it a meme? It's just a meme at this point, right? You're just no, you're just you're no trolling. Ring. You're trolling. No rings. Is it no rings, is, is it 
things. That's the that that's what's funny about it. Yeah, CP Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it is, yeah, just fuck them. Who cares? Yeah, fuck yeah, them. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the it really is just fuck them. Really this is the question for the podcast. This is the poll. Who's the worst player, Chris Paul or James Harden? Who's the worst no. ever? Who's least? Who's, who's less deserving of a ring, Chris Paul or James Harden? Who is the worst? It's James Harden, who has forced his way out of every single situation he's been in. He's been a complete and utter tar to every teammate, every coach, every owner he's ever played under. And now all of a sudden, he walks into L.A. with a, with a, with a loaded team and, and gets to be the good guy who's matured into the player. And, and they're such a great team because Harden's uh, – I, I, I don't want to – I hope the Clippers lose in the first round, honestly. I really do. And I love it's, – it's, it's conflict for me because I love Russell Westbrook. I love Russell Westbrook. By the way, see Russell, Russell Westbrook seceding. But Russell, like, Russell has I, I been awesome in, at all. Russell has been awesome in his role coming off the bench um, for the Clippers. He's been he's been like the perfect, and he, he's fully bought. I, I just it's awesome that they're all bought in and being unselfish. And uh, I think we have officially lost LT here. Um, yeah, LT's gone, but we'll continue. I I, I just. I just don't think – I just – I don't know. I mean, the West isn't – I don't think the, the Nuggets are quite what they were last year. It's obviously hard to, to repeat. You know, you never know, though, because Jamal, Mur- Jamal Murray yeah. turns into fucking uh, prime Steph Curry against – Well, J- Jamal, Jamal Murray turns into Steph Curry, and James Harden and, and Paul George turn into, you know, Julius Randle pretty much. <laughs> it's what we're going off. Like, it's just – it kind of happens that way. I mean, but I mean, what what's is is it just because they they're bought they're buying into the roles that you're bought into the Clippers? I mean, what's the reason? What's your what's your I just think alma, alma mater. I just think it's that all these star players are being unselfish and bought in to the ultimate goal of winning a championship. And ultimately, wow. I just think they're too talented. Uh, like, uh, bro, uh, starting lineup: James Harden, Terrence Mann, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and Zubak. With um, you know, Russell Westbrook coming off the bench, him being, him being uh, embracing his role. Honestly, that's, that's the only way you can describe it. He's fully embraced the fact that he's the guy going to lead the second unit, and uh, you know, not play thirty-five minutes a game like he used to. He's going to play twenty-two minutes and be a big energy boost and score when he needs to and pass when he needs to. I just love that they're all bought in playing team basketball. They're I, I believe it's 33 and 8 since the James Harden trade, if I'm not mistaken. Um someone can check me on well, that. Well I I'll leave my words because I said that it would it would come back to bite him in the ass because a locker room cancer, which I mean there's still okay. time to tell here. There's still, still time. Still <laughs> time to tell here. Maybe they lose you know go on a little skid. Harden wants out. You know, send me to the Knicks. That's hard. Send me to the Knicks. I, I got to get out of here. Oh. I got to get out of here. Wouldn't, wouldn't make that trade, though. You're giving up a first-round pick. You don't, don't want to be giving up those picks. I mean, my goodness. LT's not even here to defend himself. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll stop. We'll move in. Finally, it's obviously Super Bowl week. Uh, we talked about the Super Bowl last week, basically. Um, I mean, the, the, the Niners are favored, much to my surprise, oh. I guess, because they're the better team in the regular season. But I... I mean, are you watching the games? 
the best team in football the past three weeks has been the Kansas City Chiefs. It's like, I mean, when's the last time that the Niners were the best team in football? They haven't been the best team in football since Christmas. I mean, yeah, the Commanders win didn't impress me. The the Rams were punting on the season. They almost lost to the, the they should have lost to the Packers. They should have lost to the Lions. I mean, what am I missing? That is it just the what am I missing? Because the Chiefs have a far superior quarterback. Their defense is playing out of the world right now. How are they? I don't understand. I think, are they just trying to get people to bet on the Niners? I, I, I don't understand. I think it's incredibly um I don't know, like, why people are overlooking their flaws. It may be because they're not as obvious as the Chiefs' like glaring flaw at receiver and with their tackles. So I can get that maybe, but like the Niners, because they were billed as this team that was like a juggernaut, invincible. Which, to be fair, we bought into that a little bit too at one point, and they looked they they honestly looked like it at one point, but they have shown that they haven't they. Haven't been that since again, like you said, really since the Ravens game, they haven't been that that juggernaut that they were built to be. They have flaws when it comes to, you know, uh, let's just be if, if we can just be honest for a second. Purdy has not played good football since the regular season. He's had a couple drives in the playoffs at key moments that have been nice where he didn't screw things up. Congratulations, uh, you know, it's like. Awesome. But if we're just being honest, their offense has not looked that great in these playoffs. Their defense, I mean, they were great in the second half against the Lions, but the Lions also shot themselves in the foot multiple times. Like, they they yes. are very multiple lucky. Times. To, they, are, <laughs> they are very lucky to even be here right now. The Chiefs won convincingly and got back to back Back-to-back road games, their defense... Shut down the MVP of the league in in one game, and in the other game, got stopped once all game. Once all game, they got stopped against the Bills, top ten ish defense in the league this year. So you know it's the Chiefs have been the best team in football these playoffs. The Niners are lucky to be here, and somehow the Chiefs are underdogs. I I don't. Yeah, I, I I I saw that this morning. I saw that this morning. I was like. Plus one oh five, and what what games are we watching? Because I just I have I'm I'm so confident, and we'll get to the score predictions in just a moment. But I am very confident in the Chiefs winning this game. I really am. I I I just think they'll. I just think they will win the game. I like I I don't think that the Niners. I just Brock Purdy is not the kind of quarterback you can win a Super Bowl with. I, I think you have to have that star quarterback that at any moment can win the game for you, no matter what. No matter how, no matter the receiving core. You see, you see it with Mahomes. Mahomes is going to do it this year with that receiving core. I guarantee it. And he has a great defense. And the Niners have a very talented team. But I, I, I would bet on the Chiefs 100%. I, I would too. I, look, I, like, can the Niners win the game? Yeah. I mean, they can. Of they're, course, they're a good football team. Like you, you <laughs> they're can't, not the I, I, Buccaneers, but like I do believe, I do believe you can win with Brock Purdy. My thing is, you're not going to win because of him, and or most likely, you're not going to win because I'm not going to say you can't because there is there, like, dude. All all this smack we're talking about, Purdy, he goes for like 
450 and four touchdowns and just cruises yeah. into the MVP. Oh, I mean, you know, and then they win, runs, off, runs off to the shotgun wedding with, with Swift in Vegas. <laughs> Unbelievable scenes. Unbelievable scenes. Real quick, before we get to the final score predictions, um, in your opinion, well, what's on, a better on, story? On. Yes, go ahead. Okay, go, go. No, go, 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 go with yours. What's a better story? Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, last pick in the draft, winning a Super Bowl in a second or Mahomes, back-to-back, third Super Bowl. Uh, that's tough. Um, I mean, better story for me would be Purdy because he was the last pick of the draft, and, you know, that's kind of a cool time you can do. But I, I, it, back-to-back I for the first think, time since Brady. Yeah, I don't think people realize how fucking insane that is. Yeah. Like, there have been, I get, like, because he's Mr. Irre- Irrelevant and that has, like, a ring to it. You know, he was the last pick, you know, but if he was the second to last pick, like, would it be, he's not Mr. Irre- Irrelevant anymore, so would it be that big of a story? He'd just be, he'd just seen, be pretty irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, like, we've seen, we've seen late round, like, the fucking Tom Brady was, what, a sixth round pick? Like. We we it's not like we haven't yeah. seen this story arc before of a guy a late round pick come in and his team find success. So for me, it would be honestly be Mahomes um, because I don't think people really fathom how crazy it is to win back to back Super Bowls in the NFL. Um, it's extremely difficult to do, especially when you spend. I want to say probably. What would you say? 80, 80 to 90% of the season not really clicking offensively? Uh, yeah. Looking and then, not like the Chiefs pretty much the entire season on offense. Yeah. And then the last, like, not, I can't, like, really the whole regular season, honestly. Then they hit the playoffs and they're incredible. Uh, not Maybe not incredible offensively, but they're playing much better and not fucking up. Yeah. They're not making mistakes. And th- that defense. It's ridiculous too. Like that, legitimately an awesome defense. And this would so, be this would be, I think, oh. their their crowning villain moment. If they won back to back Super Bowls, everybody hates the Chiefs now because they keep winning and they keep seeing them in the big games. This would be, and every, I think every, the sport's been missing the villain since the Patriots dynasty. It's you need. I think you need somebody to root against if you're a neutral fan or you're a fan. Of all these other teams and one team keeps winning over and over and over. I think it makes it a little more interesting. If you have a, such a dominant team in the AFC and you have all these upstarts like the Texans, the Jaguars, the Bengals, the whoever, who are trying to achieve greatness for the first time and they have this damn thorn in their side, Mahomes and the Chiefs who keep winning every single year. And this would be their crowning, hey, we've won three three, cha- uh, three titles now in the past, um, what would it be, five, what they went, 2019? 2019, so like, 2022, 2023 would be, yeah. Yeah, so the past, oh, fi- the past, fi- the past five years, right? So I guess the yeah. past five years, they've won three championships. And that would be like, oh, my God, I'm so sick of seeing and, these people win. You know what I right. mean? And, like, they haven't fallen short of the AFC championship game any year. Like, yeah. that's It's not like, oh, you know, like, people forget, like, in the Brady years, like, when they didn't win the Super Bowl, they missed the playoffs that, that year. Um, well, they 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 made it to a couple. They lost to a couple a couple championship games, and they were in the playoffs. Lost right, to the no, Jets. but I'm saying early, like the early Brady. Like, oh yeah, in that sense, well, I mean, when they did when, when Brady tore his ACL, they were they didn't they didn't make the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, they, 
like they have the Chiefs haven't missed an AFC championship game yet. Like it's ridiculous what they're doing. Um all right, f- final score predictions. Let's let's nail them on the head. If one of us if one of us gets these right, I'll buy if you get this right, I'll buy you a steak dinner. Okay. Okay. What are you gonna get me? Um I I will I will pay for the next three pizza reviews. Wow. Wow. So it's a Woo! gift to you and Joe, d- honestly. Yeah, it's, I mean it's a gift to you. Well, and Joe can pay Joe can pay for Joe from Joe can pay for himself. He's got like twenty eight thousand yeah, yeah, yeah. dollars in the bank. Yeah, actually actually <laughs> screw Joe. I'm only screw paying for you. He's got the manor money, dude. All right. He's not part of <laughs> Oh man. Final score prediction. Um I I I do think it's going to be more of a, a defensive game. I think, you know, there's two ways to see it going. It's it's the Chiefs winning a blowout, or the Chiefs winning a uh, close, low scoring game. And I will say, my final score prediction will be twenty four to twenty Chiefs. I'm very I'm, I'm very similar. I'm going twenty four twenty three. I think it's, this is going to be a, a pretty intense game. Their last game was really good. They they are evenly matched teams, even though I have uh, I have thrown my flag down on the Chiefs' side and my confidence in them to win this game. So I think it's going to be close, but I think the championship pedigree will prevail. Uh, I'm picking Chiefs 24, Niners 23. Shanahan gets fired and comes to the, to the <laughs> Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god shit I mean, people you know uh, what the crazy we, thing is call call what we, call call uh, i have a question what are we gonna have at what point are we gonna what, at what point are we gonna start talking about shanahan's <laughs> big games man i mean he keeps getting to the spot he keeps getting to the moment and he just can't deliver the big win that the Niners need yeah he can't do it he's a terrible coach i guess I, I just think it's a little overrated, Cole. I, I, I mean, a great coach would win some of these games. Yeah, I mean, you would, uh, you'd never see Bill Belichick lose a Super Bowl like this, man. Thank you, Jar from Long Island. We appreciate your, uh, your, your comment as always. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, we will be back next week to break down the Super Bowl. Um, all the plays, all the. Taylor Swift shots from the booth. All the Usher weird, like, hip movements that he's going to be doing, even though he's, like, 50. He's going to be, like, touching his junk a bunch, and it's going to be awkward, but I guess some people like Usher. And, of course, Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown, which I will be putting in my parlay. So Travis, um, Kelsey, Travis Kelsey anytime proposal <laughs> I will be putting in my parlay. Yeah, we're going to break down the uh, the the wedding at the uh at the Caesar Palace uh casino between uh Kelsey and Swift after they their win um breaking down the vows breaking down all all the all the shots so come back for that that's the hard hitting analysis that this podcast will be will be delivering uh go check us out on Instagram keep it PC pod on Twitter even though we don't post on Twitter but go check it out anyway uh keep it PC pod uh we'll be back next week one day we'll uh, post on so. Twitter. <laughs> One day we we did we figure out the login by the way, dude. I I've tried. It's on. It's on. Once Luke's we figure out the login, when we figure out the login, go follow us on Twitter uh, or X. Sorry. 
Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time and peace. Peace.